Good morning. What a beautiful day here in Central Florida. It's been a beautiful week and we have certainly been blessed. Peter writes in his first letter, Come to him a living stone, rejected by mortals, yet chosen and precious in God's sight. And like living stones, let yourselves be built into a spiritual house. These are powerful words, powerful words for, for all of us to live by each and every day. Let yourselves be built into a spiritual house. Each one of us whom God has called, we are marked men and women. We have been baptized in the name of the Father, and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and we have been marked as Christ's own forever. And this is not something insignificant. This is something that we carry with us our entire lives. In other words, we are called by God, blessed by the Holy Spirit, to go forward in mission and ministry, to do the will of God and what God would have us to do, no matter where that is, no matter any time, because we are serving Christ. Marked with God's love. We are marked with God's love. We are marked with God's determination. And we are marked with God's commitment. Marked by the master builder. The one who is allowing the kingdom of God to exist here on earth. And we are part of being the one who builds. We are living stones, living cornerstones, living supporters, people who have imagination, people who have structure to be used by God to be built into a spiritual house. This past week, I saw all that on display, all that coming to fruition. We had the Peg Bush Golf Tournament, 22nd Annual Peg Bush Golf Tournament, and people worked all week to continue to allow St. George to be a strong spiritual house. I saw people's individual ministries come out in full force. People were working together, united under one goal in Christ to help and raise money for Cornerstone Hospice so that when people were in need, we had an agency here in the villages that could help. People wanted people to know that we do things beyond the walls of St. George, that we are not simply about ourselves, but we are about helping others. It was beautiful to see the kingdom of God united and the people of God united in heaven here on earth come together. It was certainly a blessing. But more about that later on. Each one of us are incredibly precious because each one of us are on a different journey. Even though we're on a different journey, and God has a different plan for each of us, we are united in God, blessed by the Holy Spirit, because we have been marked for a named purpose. 
Now, throughout our ministry, throughout our lives, that purpose will change. It's not just one purpose that happens when we're 12. It's not just one purpose that happens when we're in our 20s. And it's not just one purpose that happens in our 30s. But it happens for all of us in our purpose with our Lord. Today, during this season of Easter and the celebration of the resurrection, is a time to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for showing love to me, so much love, that you died on the cross, defeated death, and you rose again so that I would see God in heaven and we all would have eternal life. Thank you for calling me by name during this Easter season, for marking me as Christ's own forever through baptism and for making me a living stone a strong stone, a stone that is be willing to build and go forth in God's beautiful building, the church. Now, not everybody, certainly during biblical times, felt like they were called to serve God. Remember Moses? He said, no, God, I can't speak. Send someone else. God did not. Jeremiah said, no, God, I am too young. Send someone else. God said, don't worry, you're fine. Isaiah said, no, I am a man of unclean lips. Nobody in St. George has unclean lips. But Isaiah said, no, I am a man of unclean lips. Send someone holy, not me. And God said no to all these people. But God doesn't want somebody else. He wants you and me to serve. He wants you and me to go beyond these walls. He wants you and me to go out into the mission field when we leave this church and be disciples of the Lord. Because he created us and formed us in love. He chose us and marked us by name with lots of purposes through our entire life. I believe that Jesus was speaking in Scripture to our journeys, not our destination. The journey is just as important as where we wind up. Jesus knows that we have troubles. Jesus knows that we have problems. And Jesus knows that we have worries. What we need is reassurance reassurance and faith to get us through each step that we stake. Get us through those troubled times. Get us through those worries. Get us through those problems. Having faith that Christ is with us. Jesus wants us to dwell in him. Meaning he wants us to have faith and have a relationship with our Lord. When Jesus said he was the way, he meant we are to live by his teachings. In the Psalms, way is used as a metaphor to describe a life lived according to the will of God. In the Psalms, the word way is meant to be a metaphor described as a life living to the will of God. The way is not a road map. The way is not the route to somewhere else, but an expression 
of faithful persons unified with God. For Jesus, the kingdom is now, the kingdom is in our midst, and whenever we are united in mission and ministry, willing to serve him no matter what it takes, that is the kingdom of God here on earth in full display with love, hope, and joy. In this passage, he is speaking to his troubled disciples who need both comfort and motivation to sustain their faith and to sustain their mission and ministry. They thought that Jesus was going to be with them forever. And they thought that he would be their God forever, right there in front of them, so they could ask him lots of questions. But that didn't happen. I believe he meant the reality of a peaceful existence. He wanted them to have a peace of mind, or harmony of mind, body, and spirit. For later in the chapter, he says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give with you. In other words, know that I am with you even though I am not here. Know that the Holy Spirit is always there for you and that the peace of the Lord is there for you. Peace is just not a far away goal, something that we give sort of a nod to, but the peace of God can exist in your heart, mind, and spirit today. It can also be real in the moment. Like everything else we do, we have to make room for peace. We have to make room for our Lord. We have to schedule time for prayer. We have to schedule time for rest. We have to schedule time for contemplation. It's time that gives birth to creativity and new life in Christ. Jesus also said, let not your hearts be troubled. And sometimes that is very difficult in our world. If you look at the news media or if you talk to different people or you look at print media or whatever, it is very easy for our hearts to be troubled, especially with the violence that goes on in our communities and in our country and also the violence that happens around the world. But Jesus says, rest assured, let not your hearts be troubled. The Greek word for trouble is shuddering. At this time, Jesus' disciples faced fear and terror. They had an uncertain future, and they were full of what is going to happen to us next. But life is a journey. It has many bumps, it has many turns, it has many questions, and it has many detours. Jesus told his followers that he would lead them forward, that they would not be abandoned, that they would not be alone. Trust. He didn't say he would wave a magic wand and instantly transport them to some final destination. Instead, he assures them the peace of God that passes all understanding will be with them on their journey along the way. God wants us to have peace in our lives even when we get anxious. We need to realize that peace or heaven is possible in the present. I saw the kingdom of God here on earth this past week. We need to give peace a chance and create space in our lives 
by including it in our daily lives, we need to remember that we are on a journey, one which will have many detours and turns, and sometimes unexpected turns, but we lift up our hearts, we lift up our souls, we lift up ourselves and say, God, give me peace, show me the direction. The good news is that we can count on the peace of God to be experienced along the way. So my prayer for you as you continue through this Easter and resurrected season, that you will be a strong stone for the Lord, that you will have peace in your heart, that whenever you get a chance to display the kingdom of God here on earth and the Holy Spirit working in your lives, say yes and do so so that the peace of God that passes all understanding will walk before you each and every day. Amen.